Hey guys, my name is Craig Clark and welcome to the Driven Podcast. I'm here as a life coach and motivational speaker and I will be using my special tool set to transform your life every Wednesday. You can find me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. I'll be giving you hints and tips as well as doing interviews to give you guys the best info to take your life to the next level. So if you're walking, working, driving or listening as you relax, please, please, please enjoy. Hey guys, so I'm here with another episode and what I want to say first off, please guys, please forgive me if number one, I sound a bit off. I've got hay fever, <laughs> it's the, the season, it started. So um, just forgive me for that, number one. And number two, yeah, um, if, you, if you feel like this episode's cut up and everything, it's because I'm actually going to be cutting out all of the sneezing and stuff that I will be doing. So um, please forgive me for that. I'll be trying my best to make sure that um, I don't sneeze as much, <laughs> but um, nature's nature and it's going to take its toll. Things are going to happen and that's just the way it goes. That's just the way it's going to fall. But as you've seen by the show notes, um, show notes, maybe the title of the show, um, we're doing about the secret life of Walter Mitty. Now, this film is quite an old story. Uh, it, I think there was a, a film prior to it that was filmed uh and i had a look at it at one point well, i haven't watched it um very old film i think it was in the 60s it was filmed um but what it is uh it's a film that was it's a script that's written by james thurber uh i don't know this person i really don't um i only know of the this one film of him but the film that we're watching is the ben stiller version uh which has Ben Stiller starring as Walter Mitty. You've got Christine Wick. You've got Shirley MacLaine. You've got Patton Oswald and Sean Penn. So um, these are the main stars that you may have heard of prior. And the story is quite... What can I say the word? It's quite inspirational. And so if you're looking for a story that's quite inspirational and taking some value out of it, this would be one um, that I would really, really recommend. And it's something that, especially if you're a deep story watcher, like some people watch films for the entertainment value. And this isn't one of those films, not to say it's not entertaining. Yes, it's entertaining. <clears throat> and there's some great shots in it. Uh, there's a few jokes here and there. Um, I don't think Ben Stiller's trying to be funny in this film in particular, but I think he's just trying to convey the message of the film. I believe he's directed the film, if I'm not wrong. I should have done the research on this a bit more. I normally do, um, but like I told you, I am a little bit distracted at this time and um, it's I'm kind of making excuses right now. But <clears throat> yeah, so... This film is very inspirational from the from the get go. So it's something that you might want to look into if it's for uh, if you want to find some little bit of little a few gems and some hidden meanings within the story itself. But within the story itself, I'll probably just go through the story beat as it goes. But what it is is um, you've got Walter Mitty as a man who's I think the the film starts off with him on a dating app online, 
and he's on a, trying to connect with a girl who works in his office. I think the girl's name is, well, I don't think, but I know the name, the name of the girl who's Christine Wig is called Cheryl. Um, but what happens is he goes into work and finds out that his company is being merged and will be downsizing. The guy who's managing the merger is quite the bully, is quite somebody that really he, he talks down to everybody and is one of those jock kind of people. But Walter Mitty is a person who uses escapism and so he blanks out in certain situations when people are talking to him, giving him important information or whatever it is. He blanks out and he imagines himself in a in another scenario where he's a hero or he's somebody who can do all these amazing things or going on certain adventures or saying the most romantic things to girls and to women. So basically he's just playing out his desires and his fantasies and playing them out in his mind. But he's just vacant in that time and so people can do things in front of him they can throw things at him so there's a natural condition that actually is like this but um i don't know if this is true of walter mitty at this point but we find that walter mitty is in this situation so he works for the magazine i think it's life magazine and they're running their last issue because all of their issues are going to because of the merger um, they're running their last issue and so the the other company that's merged with life magazine is now come to um basically phase out the phase of life magazine and probably run it online or something to that effect but sean who is the main person who takes the main pictures for life magazine he sends in the last set of photos for the last magazine and there's one specific photo that is requested to be the main photo for the front page of the last ever magazine. And he sends that to Walter Mitty, who is actually somebody who's supposed to check through the pictures and make sure they're processed. He's a negatives manager, uh, and we'll come more into the very fact of that word um, later on into the podcast. So he's having to... He, one, he sends it to him, he sends him a gift to say thank you as well as in, in the wallet. But then he sends him the pictures and one of the pictures is missing. So what happens is he's gone looking for these uh, pi this picture, can't find it. The jerk who is in charge of the merger is actually saying, in actual fact, you need to make sure that these pictures um, are found now. Otherwise, issues you're going to have no job and so on and so forth after much research he cannot find a picture he's looking for he has to track down sean who is somebody who doesn't have a an address really he's always on the move taking pictures and stuff like that and just living his best life so he doesn't have this these pictures these pictures or he doesn't have a way to be traced sorry so um walter has to go on a mission to really find and track down sean but he does this by asking a few questions to people around, especially the woman he, he, he's got a fancy, taken a fancy to in his office. He's gone around and he's trying to get clues as to where Sean may be. And so what's he, what he does is he looks through the pictures that he has already just to see if there's any clues. So he has to, fly, he finds a clue and finds that Sean's gone to Greenland. Uh, and when he gets to Greenland, he goes on this adventure where he has to jump in and out of a helicopter, he jumps in a helicopter to try and make that first point of call to get to um, finding Sean. Um, but this 
what actually happens here. He has to jump off the helicopter into some shark infested waters. Um, he has to go to some amazing places to take, to like find him, to find Sean. Sean goes to some like places where he takes some pictures and there are amazing shots and amazing pictures that Sean's taking and Walter's having to go to those places, these amazing places to um, find uh, Sean. In the meantime, in the background, uh, Walter has had issues with his dating app and the dating app person who's dealing with his issues keeps calling him at different points and saying, you need to update your history. And as he's going on this adventure to find Sean, as he's updating his history, the person who's taking the call is saying, in actual fact, what you're going through is quite amazing and it will make good, uh, it will make your profile stand out on this dating app. In trying to find Sean, he has to go to a volcano, go to, um, I think somewhere in Greenland or Iceland or one of the two, uh, where there's a volcano that's just erupted. So he's had to come and escape that. He sees Sean, but he couldn't catch up with him. Sean's gone past on the aeroplane, standing on top of it, taking pictures of of this erupting volcano. Um, So I think during this time, what I noticed is that Walter has stopped daydreaming. But... As he's gone through and he, he couldn't find Sean, he gets a phone call from Cheryl uh, and receives a message from his co-workers that he has to come back without the negatives of the picture he was trying to find, um, even though he's trying to find Sean. So he comes back. Um, when Walter goes to see Cheryl, he sees... I think he, he, he manages to pick up a skateboard along the way so he can travel. And the skateboard, because he had met... Cheryl's son before he found out that he likes skateboard so when he saw the skateboard he's also an avid skateboarder and so he was able to pass the skateboard on to Cheryl's son but when he goes to to see Cheryl's son and Cheryl finds that the father of the child is in the house but he doesn't he 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 just lose faith in trying to get Cheryl on his side he gets back once again and because of this probably let down he starts daydreaming again a little bit but in actual fact he doesn't want to it's like he snaps himself out of the end so he carries on with his life goes to his mom's house because he's let down he's thrown his wallet away that Shauna gave him and he finds that one of the pictures he's been using as a clue he couldn't understand. He looks and he sits and he, he finds out that this has come from his old mom, his mom's house. It's part of the piano that he has to, um, his, his dad's old piano. And so she told him, look, I told you that Sean came around, but you were zoned out. You're imagining, you were thinking, oh, you're away in the clouds as you usually do. But he was here. So, and then his mom gives him another clue to where he is. So what happens? Uh, because Walter had actually been fired for not having the pictures before. Walter's actually gone out to say, you know what, I'm going to find these pictures anyway because it's my duty. And it's it's like the end, it's like me, I like to see the end of a film. For some reason, some films I can do without and I'll, I'll leave partway. But a lot of films, even though they're bad, I want to see the end of the film. And I think he's wants to see what, like the end of this thing that he started in the first place. So he has to go, through Afghanistan, through the snow, over mountains of the Himalayas to try and find Sean. And he manages to just bump into him <laughs> just in the, the middle of nowhere on the side of a mountain. Sean explains to Walter that he's put this 
the negative in the wallet that he had given to him as a present. Sean is sat there waiting to take a picture of a snow leopard, which is very hard to see and you'll never catch it. But when the picture becomes, when he's able to see the snow leopard, he doesn't take the picture. He wants to just live in the moment that, in actual fact, I've seen a snow leopard for the first time. So it's like the experience was more valuable than the picture. And they go off and play football with the locals instead and they have a good time. So Walter, and I'm taking a long time to explain this. Normally I've done by now. <laughs> anyway, um, he gets arrested on his way back in from the country from Afghanistan, as would be expected. Um, uh, but the, he has to get, because he's coming to um, another part of America, I don't know America that well, and I didn't write it down. I believe it was Seattle or something like that. They asked him, who who do you know? He didn't know anybody. But in actual fact, the person who was correcting his dating profile was able to say, you know, in actual fact, I know this person. Yes, he is who he says he is. Um, they talk and he states that look, he has, he's been daydreaming less and that like his profile may be good, but he doesn't want it no more. So he gets home and then he, he's having to move on with his life a bit. So he's having to sell his dad's old piano. Um, his mom said finds out that in this process, he's talked to his mom and his mom saved the wallet with the negatives in it. It goes in and hands in the picture to the jerk in his workplace and that he's been fired from. And he speaks to the jerk and says, listen, that he doesn't have to be such a dick. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's a point where you find out that he's actually stood up for himself a bit. He's like drawing boundaries. So, he didn't even look at the negatives before he handed it in. And then on collecting his a few days or a few weeks, whenever it is later, he goes back to correct, co collect his severance package from being dismissed from his work. And he speaks to Cheryl about how he thinks and how he's been daydreaming and manages to ask her out on a date. He explains what happens with when he went to see um, her and her son's father was there. She explains, you know, our we're not back together. It's just, he was just there to help me with something or whatever, or whatever it was he was there for. But then on the way out, he sees the last issue of Life magazine. And it's actually a picture, actually a picture of Walter on the front cover. And so that's where the film ends. Yes, that was a long time explaining. Um, I think I'll make that shorter next time. Um, like I'll explain this film again, but we'll see. Anyways, um, I think this film has a lot in it. There's a lot of things that you want to take away from it. There's things that, like, I look in it and it is inspiring in one aspect. And it's not it's not a film for everybody. I'll give you that. But it's a film that when you watch it, you understand and you, you can see a lot of yourself. You can reflect a lot of yourself in that film, you know, uh, that's what I did anyway, because there's certain things that I dream of and there's things that I see on a day-to-day -day basis that I feel like, like I want to accomplish and I want to do. And there was a part of my time and my life where I would sit back and I would imagine and I'd dream of all these big dreams. But there comes a point where you have to stop dreaming and start taking action. And I think that Walter Mitty, he answered the call. You know what I mean? If you're not going after your dreams and you, you're, you're being reserved, so you see that 
He's able to see and know what he wants. So that's a good thing. And that's an important thing. He wants to be more. He wants to like accomplish things. He likes this certain girl. And I think the 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 point where he actually takes a leap is not throughout when he goes on this journey. It's when he actually tries to click the um, button to, to leave a wink to the girl that he likes. And this is the kickoff point. It's the decision to do something different, to do something better, to do something that you haven't actually thought you would actually do before. And so this is where we find Walter. He's made that decision to make, even if it's a small gesture towards what he wants, he's made that gesture towards what he wants. Um, And although like it's a bit of the back doorway, it's a decision. And so in that we'll find that Walter is not really the chicken he looks like he's going to be, but he's got the potential for change. Um, <clears throat> and the very fact that he's he's been a reserved person all his life, he is being this person that's not taking the steps at first, and then he does it. Like the very fact that he's called an asset, a negative asset manager, like that very title on its own tells you everything about the person you know, he's managing the negative sides of his life. So he's having to not, he's not making the steps forward because all the negativity that he's thinking about is blocking him from making those steps forward. And so you see that he's analyzing every part of his life. He's not living his life because he's analyzing. And the thing is, we have to think about that. We only have one life to live. So we have to live it. That reminds me of a song. uh, It's a reggae song. But we have to live our life in a way like you're not going to come across this part of your life again. You might as well take a few chances. I was talking to somebody the other day and saying that, listen, when it's my time, it's my time to go. There's no point in like living with, in like uh, analyzing the risks and not taking any. Because at the end of the day, when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. So you might as well be brave and face those things that you need to face. I feel like I'm at the end of the, the podcast already. This is the point that I should have left for the end, but there's others. But it's like, you have to live your life. You can't sit there waiting for things to happen or waiting for things to be safe. It's like saying, um, I remember dating somebody. This has happened a few times. Dating somebody and I wanted to break up with a person. And um, I had a few friends in my life that would say, listen, there's no right time to do it. You just have to just, bite the bullet and do it, you know? And so um, same thing, same principle here. You have to really, 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 really like just take the chance, take the risks and go and do it. Even when you're like, even talking to people, like we just talked about me dating and him on the dating site. It's like, it's a wall between you and the person, you know? And the fact that Walter Mitty actually had to take the steps to step towards this lady to talk to her, it's a breakdown of a wall. You know, the dating site is a wall. It's something that it it stands between you and a person. So if you're deflected, it don't hurt as much. But if you actually take the the risk to go and talk to the person, it may be better for you rather than sitting back at night, just observing and not taking the risk. Take the risk, go and take. If you get shut down, you get shut down. But at least you took it. At least you tried. You know what I mean? It's no use sitting there just trying to like get through life without taking any risks. And I think that's the point of the majority of this movie is just taking that leap of faith and like tapping the button, the wink at the girl. And then he's having to chase down his life. It's it's making the decision. 
you know, taking that leap of faith, tapping the button. And I'm saying this because I'm, I've slowed down a bit because I'm reflecting on my life. And there's certain things that are telling me like about taking a risk, you know, taking that leap, taking a leap of faith. It's, <laughs> I, I could tell you more, but I'm not going to because there's things that are happening in my life now, which some of it you may find out later. Some of it you'll find out soon, but there's things that are happening that are like making my, my life generate and move forward. And I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful to God for all this, you know, but like I said to you, it was Walter Mitty making the decision, taking that tap on the button to change his routine. And so that one thing changed the whole routine of his life and to change the routine. Like there's so much thing I'm, I'm, I'm reading books at the moment about how routines will actually shape who you become and routines at this present moment in time shape who you are right now. You know, if you, if you don't have a routine, you, you feel like you don't have a routine. In actual fact, you do. Even if it's just getting up and brushing your teeth in the morning, that probably is a trigger for you to feel a certain way in the morning. You know, when you wake up, do you sit on the edge of your bed? When you wake up, do you just get up and come downstairs and straight have a breakfast? If you don't have breakfast, then what do you do? There's a routine even before you go to bed. So if you establish a routine, the probability is it would establish some kind of success or like some kind of success because everything is a success. Whether it's a success to failure, it's still a success. Or whether it's just a success in a way of just being a success, then it is what it is. You have to like know that everything is successful. In one way or another, something may be successful in making you a bum. You know, I use that word from Rocky now. That's stuck, that's stuck inside of my vocabulary. But um, and making you like lazy or something like that. But it's successful. Whether you feel like it's success, not successful for you, it's successful in achieving something. So therefore, you need to establish another routine that's the opposite to the thing you've been doing to get those results, to get something else. And I think it all starts with a kick. If you think about another film, which I may re um, review, which is Inception, there's a kick that brings you all the way out of a certain state. And I think this is what we see in the life of Walter Mitty, where this one thing he does is a kick to change his whole life. It's a snowball effect. And it changes him his life. But just know that as you're watching the film, you're seeing and you know that Walter Mitty is kind of he's gone through certain points of pain. It's not like he's um it's just come around really easily. It's something that's happened to him and he's seeing and he's doing, but it's painful. You know, he's had to judge himself, he's had to look at his his mom look at his situation, look at how he's been and make those adjustments. He got frustrated with this guy who said, you know, he said he actually was able to speak to the guy. And that was a bit of a stupid thing you did by putting the negatives in the wallet. It's true because he should have like, he should have thought it out properly before doing it like that, but he didn't. And so he's able to explain this because it's a process which he had to go that has stretched him. And even using some of his childhood skills and skills that he's got within himself, he's able to make the leap. He's able to 
grow. He's able to change his life for the better, to get to the places he never thought he would have to. He's had to push past pain. And anybody that knows me, you know that those three words, um, they're, they're dear to me. But you have to. So you can't just dream about something. You have to do the things in your dream or do the things to head towards your dream. You know, you can't just be living in your head. You've got to keep moving. You've got to get past that pain. You've got to do the growth. You've got to put in the work. And it's something I'm talking to myself about um, lately is putting in the work for change. It's that we all can change. We all can do better. But if you don't put in the work for the change, then it's never going to happen. You have to be consistently like, obsessed and doing the things for the change consistently every day it's work it's work to change who you are it's work it's work to change your situation you have to put in that work and so this is something that we need to think about in regards to making that change you have to put in the work but it's processes once you've you've got the habits in play then you're able to put in the work and make the changes that you need to make. And like I said to you, it's something that I'm having to say to myself like all the time. And like, it's something that I know I have to do. And so we see here again that Walter Mitty, he's making the changes, he's moving, he's going forward, you know, and he's having, he's getting out of his head. And what you see here is like Sean, when he, he does catch up with Sean, and I think this is one of the the major parts for me um, in regards to like a straightforward message that you can see. There's other messages in there, which I've been explaining, but the straightforward message that you can see is Sean is there and he's taking a picture of the snow leopard. And instead of taking a picture, he spots it and he stops and he looks at it with his naked eye and he sits there and he just is in the moment. And so there's times like, I know, like, okay, there's this time, one of the, one of the greatest moments in my life, it's going to seem so small, but it was significant to me. And it showed me a lot about myself was that I was driving from Italy to the UK. And when I drove to Italy, it was one thing. I was traveling with somebody and it was tiresome and a lot was going on. But when I was driving back, I was on my own. And it was an experience. It was a really big and good experience to myself because I got to see the land in a different way. I didn't just travel on a motorway. There was some back and back roads I went down and I was able to see a few mountains and some range. And I took one picture out of the whole time I was there. I was experiencing all these lovely parts of nature. And so I took one picture. The rest of it, I looked at and I watched it. You know, I was watching certain birds fly past the hills, some of the places I was driving down and around. I was driving down this steep mountain and it turned into this other place where there was loads of houses and then there was less houses. And I was driving down this bit of a mountain and that experience will never leave my head. Nobody else had lived that experience with me. It was just me. I took one picture and it wasn't the best of pictures, to tell the truth. It was just to remind me that I 
actually went through this. And it's something I will never forget. But these days you find people will live behind their phone, taking pictures, snap, 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 showing it on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is. And then showing people that this is my experience. But in actual fact, yeah, it's not all that. It's best to go out there and try and experience like life rather than like be in this place where you're constantly living inside behind the camera. You see a lot of situations happen where accidents happen to people or fights are breaking out. And instead of breaking up the fight or helping somebody from the accident, they're still there with the phone. And then on the opposite side of that, so that's from Sean's side, on the opposite side of that, from um, Walter's side, what you have is that Walter's distracted by dreaming. Is like, it's like he's distracting himself from life. And he's constantly living and looking in this dream and dream. This is what I look at like as social media is doing exactly the same thing to us. So when you're living in looking at social media right now, I can't even be, I've got work to do on social media. And because of how I feel about social media at, the, uh, at this moment in time, I don't really go on there. I've got things I need to post. There's things that I could even be promoting this podcast a lot more. <laughs> Um, if you're listening to this podcast, by the way, I would um, hope that you're actually sharing this out. It'd be lovely for you to do that. Um, but um, And like I said, there's some interviews I, I'm doing at this moment in time as well with certain people that will be made available to you all. But at this moment in time, you've got people who are on social media, just watching it from day to day to day, looking at people's lives and seeing how other people say they're living their lives. Oh, they're living lavish and they're doing all this great stuff and things are nice and all that stuff and things are nice. But it's not what's actually happening in their life. And then you're looking at that and devaluing what you have in your life. Today, I was having a conversation with somebody saying, in actual fact, you're looking at the things that you want to get. Don't worry about the things you want to get. Worry about the things you've already got. Yeah. Don't just go after the things you want to get. Yeah. Go after it. Yes. I'm not stopping you. But at the same time, don't devalue the thing you have. You have some things that other people want. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you're not valuing them at the moment. So value those things. You know? Um, so that's with that side of it, but, um, on the other side of it, you're looking at, um, Walter actually having in his, I mean, this is the actual physical representation of you have what you need, need, you know what I mean? You are what you're looking for or like, yeah, you are, or you have been looking for, or what you've been looking for the whole time is actually with you. You are enough already. You have exactly what you need to be great. All you have to do is just dust it off. You have to find it. You have to take the chances, you know, don't refuse the call. You know, and that's, you know, if you know me, that's from the hero's journey thing. You can't be refusing the call. If you refuse the call, it will call you. you you'd have to go back and go get it. You know, so... um like one of the things I remember Sean saying in the film as well is that beautiful things don't ask for attention. Just let that sink in just a little bit, you know. Beautiful things don't ask for attention. The things that the people that are out there and they're crying out like <laughs> I won't mention no names. I was about to mention the name of a family who have a TV show. 
you know who I'm talking about by now. And they're crying for attention. I really don't care. And people that care about that stuff, I really don't care about them too, too much really either. You know, I'm I'm not one for that kind of lifestyle. You know what I mean? They're, that's like, okay, it's like some people will watch like just trashy TV every now and again. Every now and again, fine, but you are what you eat, you know. And don't get me wrong yet. Yeah, I watch some stuff. I probably watch a Family Guy or something like that every now and again, or like when I'm getting ready to go to bed or something like that. Whatever, you know. I have it on in the background, not as something that I'll sit and watch. I try and watch more detective stuff or stuff like that if I'm going to do that. But I really don't really like watching stuff. I'd rather try and read if I can, listen to an audio book or whatever it is. But I'm just saying, you are what you eat. Um, but Going back to it, like, like Sean said, like, beautiful things don't need attention. So he's saying that Walter, like, he's quiet. He works hard. He looks after his mother. Like, he's simple. You know what I mean? That his Walter, like, is fascinating. He doesn't know that he's fascinating himself. You know, he doesn't know that, like, he's he's this person that needs to be looked at and looked into. He's, he's innocent, he's, he's not looking for the attention, he's quietly going and changing the world by doing the things he's doing every day. He makes the world, he's, the, he's what's making the world go round at this present moment in time in this film. And yet Walter doesn't know it, he's like looking at, looking for more, you know what I mean? Like I said, he's the physical representation of like, you are what you're looking for, you know what I mean? You're already enough. Beautiful things don't ask for attention. And so while Walter was being this person and doing what he's doing, and he's everyday man. And I wish there was more everyday man that was making the world go around rather than somebody who's looking for the attention. You know what I mean? You need to be that person that's doing it. If you don't have a purpose with the attention you're getting, then what's the point of it? Is it just to make money? Is it just to like establish yourself as like some kind of person? No, it has to be more. You have to be like who you are. You have to be the nice guy, be the good guy, be the person that's go out there, be the rock to your family and that. Just look after people, watch things, look after like, you know what I mean? Just be the good person. You know how many people want to go out there and be the bully, be the bad guy because they see that bad guys get all this, that and the other. Their life seems exciting and all that stuff. But if you look at the end of that person, it's never, it's never, it's never good. I remember going through that phase when I was growing up, looking at all the bad people and thinking, I want to be that. Even the people that have died in front of my face, wanting to be like that. But then there's a price to be paid from that. So really, if you're inherently good, yeah, you might as well just continue being that. You might as well. Instead of trying to be this bad person, you don't have to be a bad person to really stand up for yourself. You can still stand up for yourself without becoming evil, (laughs) the Emperor Palpatine. You know what I mean? You don't have to do that. There's a way in which you can stand up for yourself um, without becoming like this evil person, this bad person. You have to believe in yourself. You have to start 
giving yourself like mantras kind of things every morning and evening. If you need to, if you want to start telling yourself some positive affirmations to get yourself to be to another place, you know what I mean? Start believing in yourself and aim towards, towards those things. Start putting plans in motion. If you want to get a certain thing, yeah, plan it out. What's the first step you can take to get towards what you want? First off, know what you want. If you want a certain thing, start thinking about it. Start like addressing it. Start like moving towards that thing. Start doing something around that thing. Yeah. And then make steps towards it. You have to like plan it out. What's the next step can I take now that I've reached this place? Yeah, don't let's not give up everything I'm doing right now. What's the next step I need to take in order to make sure that this plan is executed? If it's something like you want to make more money, how are you going to do that? If it's something like you want to be more influential because there's a path I want to take, if there's an education you want to take, if there's to start taking those steps slowly, slowly. And one day you'll wake up and you're in the place that you want to be in, but you have to take the steps. You know, start doing those positive affirmations first and get yourself to a place where you believe in yourself. You know, you have to like aim for the things you want to get for yourself or out of your life or out of yourself. You know what I mean? Start doing something to get towards it. So here's the questions I'll ask you. What do you want for yourself? What do you dream about becoming? But you're probably afraid of getting it or you believe like there's out, you're out of time for it or it's out of sight right now. What do you want? It's a question I always like. I like asking that because it's a question I had to ask myself at one time. What did I want? What do you want? Because believe it or not, it's only a few steps away. So, we've reached the end of our show. Thank you guys once again for listening. Please, please, please leave any questions or feedback on Facebook on Craig Clark King Mindset or Instagram on Craig underscore Clark underscore King underscore Mindset. And that's on Instagram. Please, please, please. I love your feedback. I want to hear from you. I want to hear anything you have to say, positive or negative. Watch it on the negative. But um, yeah. Please feel free to share this with anybody you feel may need this. You'll be doing them a favor and you'll be doing me a favor at the same time. See you next time. Peace.